Okay, good morning everyone. So who started to say slichas already? Nisvardim started. Um, as we discussed yesterday, some of us may have said tikkun chatzos. If you're in Chul, you would say tikkun Rachel and Leah. If you're in Eretz Yisrael, it's a Shemitah, you're still just saying Leah. Uh, interesting question. If you only have time for one, which one should you say? Uh, so some raise the question and say it's better to say tikkun chatzot. Uh, that's an interesting question because at 12.30 at night, you probably have time for both. Okay. Tikkun chatzot. At least there are Avadiyas that writes that. But, uh, okay. There's no, uh, there's no definite one opinion on this matter. Okay. Um, one, one quick thing to catch up on before. So I did make one, one mistake with the anatomy, thanks to Rabbi Moshe Yaskur. The, um, the part that is questionable, if one should touch or not, the, the, the head of the aver, the very end, the tip, that's the part that's less problematic. That's the part that would be called um, lamata. And just to point out real quick, in this, in our Shulchan Aruch, in Orachayim, he makes it, um, if you're not, if you're, uh, if you're married or not married, there is a distinction between which half, you're t- which portion you're, t- portion you're touching. But in Evan Ezer, he's in Kaf Gimel, the Shulchan Aruch, based on the Rambam, is not Machalik, actually. He says it makes no difference which half. There's different opinions in the Gemara, from the Gemara and Nida, Yud Gimel. So anyways, um, let's continue with today. Simon Dalit, we're doing Si'if Bet right now. So a person has to wash three, t- three times on each hand in order to remove the ruach ra'ah, right? Because when a person dies, uh, when a person dies, there's tuma that comes in because holiness left the body and you have a void. So, so too, when a person goes to sleep, there's one sixtieth of death and the, the ruach, the, the neshama, it, it leaves, and the residual tuma resides with the fingers. And according to some Kubalim, also the feet, but it's too strong, the tuma over there, so it doesn't help. So Chazal, we're not talking to wash feet. Okay, Gimel. One should not touch any open uh, orifices to the body, Right, any any open openings to the body until he washes his hands three times because of the ruach ra'ah. It can be damaging. And the eker part of washing one's hands is making sure is um, all the way uh, to the water should cover all of the knuckles, and ideally all the way to the wrist. But it's the knuckles that are is more um, uh, more necessary. Um, some say that by a goy, it's not important because they don't have the same tuma and tahara that we have, so they don't have to wash their hands. Um, regarding, uh, we'll get to, let's read Dalit. Afilu mishanata yadav lo yamashmesh pifiyataba tamid mitneshim biyatoli de tachton yot. Lo yigabim koma kazash mishum hayyad mazik lechabura. So here the Shulchan Aruch talks perhaps about germs. That even if you washed your hands, you should not be touching yourself where you have um, wounds right, or openings to the inside of the body. Minimize it because touching it with your hands can be 
dangerous or damaging to, to your health. Hey, lo yigab gigit shechar shemishmu shayad mafsida shechar. I don't know. I've heard translated hemorrhoids, but uh, whatever disease you want to make up, it can fit in. Uh, although, okay, a person, this is from the Gemara, so the Shulchan Aruch threw it over here, included it, that one should not touch a barrel of beer. Um, even after you wash your hands, and certainly before you wash your hands, because it can damage the Shekhar. Again, there's a couple different explanations on this, but um, okay. Now, also, there's a question if a person touches food without washing hands. Um, so the Ruach Ra'ah can, um, can get onto the food and could be per- perhaps harmful. So the general minag is to be strict, but to be mekel bedyevit. Um, I know most people probably eat in restaurants and some people don't wash their hands or you don't know if they wash their hands. But throughout the day, people have probably washed their hands anyway. And it could be even without a cup. It helps a little bit. There's a couple of reasons. But uh, the minag is bidi evit, um, generally to be meiko, and um, some people are machon. Vav. Ein sarich tilat yadayim So a person does not need to use a, f- a full revi'it of liquid to wash their hands for davening. That halacha that you must have a revi'it is for eating. And just, just to recap, this comes up many times. What is a revi'it, real quick? So Rav Chaim Na, one of probably the most authoritative in Ikar Adin, again, our different opinions, is 86 milliliters, or three ounces. And I just brought, for those who are here who can see, uh, just a sample. This cup holds enough, according to Rav Chaim Na, and Ikar Adin Halacha. And just so you see how much water that is. So it's not that much. According to Ramosha, he holds 100 milliliters, 3.3. The Chazanish is double, 150, or 5.1. Not exactly double, but close. For each rinse. For each revi'it. So we'll get to Natila Sudayim when you need a revi'it, what the rules are by eating. But for our halachas in the morning, you don't have to revit anyway. So it's not really an issue. I mean, lechadchila, the cup has to, we have, we, the cup should have a revit, lechadchila. And each time you pour it on yourself, you don't have to have a full revit. But, um, let's, okay. Zain. Tov lakpid benetilat yadayim shacharit bechol hadvarim hamakvim benetilat yadayim lasuda. So here he says again that lechadchila, you want to have all the same requirements for food. The same for here, regarding the laws of Natiya Sidaim. Except for Revi'it, because it just said you don't need Revi'it. In Sarikh, but it's Tov Lahakbid. No, no difference. Mil, Enu Me'akev Lokli, Veloko Achkavra, Ushar Dvarim, Aposim, Natiya Tasuda. Similar, similar. Ramah says, and it's Nam Akib, if you have a Kli or you don't have a Kli, and whether you have Koach Kavra, you don't have Koach Kavra, the energy from a person pouring it onto yourself as, 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 uh, as opposed to by itself. Um, okay, again, it's not me'akif. And all these things, even though it's tov lahakpid, if you don't, you don't have to, and you still say a bracha, because it's not me'akif on the bracha either. Okay. 
Chet. Metilat Yedayim Shacharit Enotlin Agabei Karka Elatoch Akeli. When a person washes his hands in the morning because of Ruach Ra'ah, which can be damaging, we want it's important to pour it down the drain or into a kli and not just spill it onto the floor where a person can touch it. If it spills on the floor, just clean it up, wipe it up and dry it up. Tet, Mayim Shil Natilat Yedayim Shacharit Asur Lehanot Mehen. And this water, you're not allowed to benefit from it because it has Ruach Ra'a. And just don't pour it in a place where people are going to use it, um, step in it. Okay. Yod. No tell Kli. Shomayim biyad yamino. Venot no liyad smolo. So the, the ideal way is you pick it up with your right hand and you hand it to your left hand and the left hand pours it first onto the right hand. So you pick it up with the right and the water gets poured onto the right hand first. And this is to give kavod to the right. And in this case, Mishnabura points out, it doesn't matter if you're a righty or a lefty. Uh, this is a, a general idea. You know, the spheros and Kabbalah don't care. If you're a righty or a lefty, the right is chesed and the yamin is, is, is um, small. Is, um, this, this, the left is small is uh, din, uh, gvura. Um, okay. I don't know if I mentioned it, but when one wipes himself in the bathroom, so then it does matter. If you're a lefty, then you use um, your less, uh, your weaker hand. Okay. So it depends. When, when does a lefty switch or not? It depends on what the reason is for. Okay. Yud Aleph, right? Yud Aleph. Lo yitol mimi shelo natal yadav shachrit. A person should not, uh, have, a person who didn't wash their hands yet can bring you the water, but ideally he should not be the one who's pouring the water onto you until he washes his hand first. Yud Bet. Im shichshach yadav otoch kli shalmayim, al talo natila lekriyat shma veletfila. If a person dipped his hand into a bucket of water, so it helps for the tefillah, and you say a bracha al netilat yadayim, but it does not help for removing the ruach ra'ah. So there's an opinion and a question, perhaps if you dipped it three times, then it works. Now, many poskim say it does work if you dip it into a mikvah. Because if it's good enough for your body, it's certainly going to be good enough for your hands. So the question is, if a person stayed up all night, does a person have to wash his hands? So, and... Perhaps there's Ruach Ra issues. Again, and then we have to, and also there's issue for the Rosh and the Rashba. Um, if, if you're obligated to wash your hands and if you, you should say a bracha. So very simply, the Haggah concludes, the Ramah concludes, v'itlem below bracha. So in the morning when you go to Davin, even if you didn't sleep all night, you do say, um, you, you do wash your hands, but you do not say a bracha. And that's clearly uh, the Minhag, the Halacha. That if you stay up all night, you do not, when you wash your hands for tefillah, you don't, you do not say a bracha, except 
Svardim, I believe not, none of the poskim say you, you say a bracha and a sidaim. By Ashkenazim, the poskim are split. If you go to the bathroom and you make your hands dirty, then, and, and it's for tefillah, and you stayed up all night, then when you wash your hands for tefillah, some say you do say a bracha, and some say you don't say a bracha. Um, Gimel, do we finish your Gimel? Yeah. Yudalit. Hishkim kodem amodei shachar vanato yadav. Yesh li stapek mitzarich lito yadav pam acheret. Kishiyaor hayom lehavir ruach ra'ah shara al hayadayim. Okay, so what happens if a person gets up early in the morning for tikkun chatzot or four in the morning and he wants to learn? He washes his hands. Presumably we're assuming here he said the bracha already. And now the Amud Shachar passes. So there's an opinion that perhaps the Ruach Ra'ah rests on the person when Amud Shachar passes. So then he has to wash again. So the Ramah concludes, okay, therefore, to be Choshesh for this opinion, Yitlam below Bracha, you should say the Bracha. I'm sorry, you should wash your hands, but you should not say the Bracha. Okay. Now, just to recap or to re-explain if we didn't, so then the other thing is, what happens, when is the best time? Uh, it's going to come up again, but let's mention it real quick. When is the best time to say Natila Sedaim? So everyone says, you only got to say the, the bracha of Natila Sedaim once in the morning, right? Once you wash your, and then the question is, you don't want to, it's ideally not to say, to not to wash your hands, have them all dried, and then decide to say the bracha later on. Um, so that's frowned upon by most of the poskim. Uh, for, for the common reason is because we always want to say the bracha before we wash our hands. So w- probably the best thing to do, for most opinions, is right when you first get up in the morning, when you wash your hands then, the first time, assuming you're outside the bathroom and you have your head covered, and you, that's probably the best time to say the bracha natila sedaim, assuming you're not planning to get your hands dirty again before davening. If you're expecting that you're going to get your hands dirty again before davening, whether you need to go to the bathroom, you're going to get dressed and touch your, your, your body, you're going to um, change kid's diaper, whatever it is, if you're assuming that you're going to have to walk, get your hands dirty, then probably the best time to say natila sedaim the bracha is when you wash your hands again later, after you're, you're finished getting your hands dirty, before davening. But um, the, the, the basic rule is you want to, again, you want the ruach ra'ah is not part of the decision maker. It's the rosh and the rashba that we mentioned. And it's, um, it's one time a day. Um, that's the basic rule. No, one time in the morning. Okay, so then one should say the bracha. Some say it's not important, but I think one definitely should say while the hands are still wet. So then you still have the, you still are mekayim to, on some level, over la siyatan. You always want to say the bracha before you do the mitzvah. Which way? The way I said, no? 
Right. That's what I said the first time. No, no, no. That's the first time washing. I think. Seif Katan Dalit? Okay. So there are definitely going to be different opinions on what might be considered the best way. Yeah, so that's assuming you're going to use, if you're using the bathroom after you wash, if you're relieving yourself and touching yourself after you wash the first time, so then what you said is exactly accurate. But if a person relieves himself right when he gets out of bed and is not going to touch himself, but then washes, so depends. There's no one correct or there's no one way to do it. But um, if uh, you definitely want to wash your hands as soon as possible uh, from waking up, and depending if you're going to get yourself dirty again before or after you wash your hands. And then I think it's understood that that's, uh, I think that makes sense. But um, if, if you want to discuss your particular habits, then we can figure out exactly which is the best time, uh, best time for you. Okay. Um, Tedva. Yashan bayam, a person slept during the day. A person sleeps during the day. Now that means sleeping generally in halacha means you're sleeping on, on a bed lying down um, in order to have the din of um, sleeping um, for the purpose, for these type of purposes. So if a person sleeps, it's called sleeping keva. Then when he wakes up, a person should wash his hands three times and does not say a bracha. Ted Zayn. If someone falls asleep in the base madrash for like a half hour, which is obviously embarrassing, um, like shouldn't they wash their hands? I don't know if there's any need for that. Ruach Ra? I don't know if, it, if it's not a shinat keva, I'm not sure. I'm not familiar that it's an issue. David was careful not to sleep for the amount of time it takes 60 breaths. He didn't want to taste death. Some say that was only at night or during the day. So this is a good one for a dentist if there's any in the room. I am that one should wash, really one should brush his teeth every morning. And the Shulchan Aruch is uh, talking about at least rinsing your mouth um, from rearing, I don't know, mucus or some kind of saliva, uh, perhaps some bad breath. Okay. Yurchet. Elu devarim tzrichim netila b'mayim. These things a person needs to wash his hands with water. A person gets up from his bed. A person leaves a bathroom. Now, just to point out, our bathrooms probably don't have the same din. There's what to argue, but our bathrooms probably don't have the same din because number our gadolim number two doesn't sit around. Uh, hopefully, it gets flushed out immediately. So, uh, but perhaps this applies. Merchats, and this is this, the hot, sweaty room of the, the bathhouses. A person who cuts his 
nails, of a person who takes off his shoes and touches them when he takes them off. A person who touches his feet, a person, person who scratches the scalp of his head. Some say even person who goes among uh, the debtor into the Beit Kvarot, perhaps within Dalar Amos only. And someone who touches a dead body. A person who um, uh, delouses. And they have to kill it first? I don't remember. Even if, just attempting to. Okay, thank you. So just trying to, to delouse. A person who um, sleeps with his wife. A person who touches the kina. And a person who touches anywhere of, um, on his body parts that's normally covered and sweaty. And a person who touches these things, or does these things and doesn't watch, or wash his hands. This is a school of four forgetting your Torah. And if you're not a Talmud Chacham, even worse, you can go out of your mind. Okay. Uh, yes. And three times. So worried about the Ruach Ra'ah. Again, Different opinions. It depends what it's for. Some say one's enough. Okay, but I'm, I'm not an expert in uh, the Ruach Ra'ak uh, Kabbalistic issues. So, uh, yes. I believe it's only if you're sleeping. Yotet. Hamakiz dam ektefayim velanatal yada mefachet shiva yamim. Person who uh, draws blood, bloodletting, and doesn't wash. You can, you can be a, some kind of pachad, a fra- uh, being afraid, anxiety, can, uh, can, can haunt him for seven days. And uh, a person who shaves and doesn't wash his hand can have this pachad for three days. Person who cuts his fingers and doesn't wash his hands, mefachet yom echad, and suffer only for one day. And you don't even know what you're afraid of. You just have this anxiety. Kaf. The person should dry his face after he washes it, otherwise it could become too dry, or perhaps get some kind of boils or acne. I don't know if they had moisturizing cream in those days, but he um, he recommended using uh, some kind of a beet juice, I guess. I cannot, uh, I have no experience with that. Okay, kaf aleph. Person must be careful during davening and eating. So places that are covered up on our body, it's important not to touch because you have to have your hands clean or you're going to have to wash your hands again. So you should not be touching the, the, um, uh, these places that have a lot of sweat. You should not be scratching the scalp of your head. But places that are revealed on your head, or on your face, parts of your arms, you don't have to worry about. 
One quick thing about tying your tefillin. So I read it's best to be careful when you tie your tefillin not to touch your arm because your arm, that portion is dependent on the person, but it's usually covered up. But um, I know the Benish Chai writes that since you're always revealing your arm in the morning, therefore it's, um, it's, uh, it's okay with the other. Sorry. Kafet. And if you don't have water, you can wipe yourself on something else to clean, to wipe it, to clean your hands, and you say But it doesn't help So that's the only reason why we have the bracha, um, the requirement to wash your hands or the bracha. Aval, just for brachot de shachrit, for saying birchos de shachar, yachol avarech kodem natila. Really, you can say these brachos before you wash your hands. Ela yimkenu yashen al mikto arom, unless you sleep naked. Shazasur laskir at Hashem ad shiyenakelatam. But then you have to, because your hands will touch parts of your body, you have to wash your hands just because you need to wash your hands before you can say a bracha. Siman hey. Halacha Aleph, Sif Aleph. Yechavim abrachot perosh The person, when he says um, any bracha, it's very important to understand and think about what you're saying. Kesh yaskir Hashem, and when you mention God's name, yechavim perosh kriyato be'adonot shehu adon hakol. Whenever you're saying Hashem's name, um, that's uh, the Shem Havaya or Shem Adnut. Um, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, the Shem of Adon we say, um, I don't know if I should say it, but I think we know what we're talking about, Hashem's name. What, if you're using the, the word of, uh, if the word is spelled with uh, just Aleph, Dalit, Nun, Yud, then one only has in mind to think that Hashem is the master of the universe, the master of everything. If, and it usually is spelled with the letters Yud, Ke, Vav, Ke, so then a person should think about both that Hashem is Adon Hakol and also Hayahoveviye, always was, always is, and always will be. When you mention that name, Yechavenshu Takif Bal Yecholot Ubal Hakochot Kulam. The Kodesh Baruch Hu is very powerful and able to do whatever He wants. Ubal Kochot Kulam and all of the energy, all the power, um, He is in control of all the power and everything that happens. Okay. I know, I see that. Do more? Well, I guess we'll go a little more. Here we go. Vav. This at least reads quick. Aleph. Um, a person says, um, uh, when a person leaves the bathroom, you should say this bracha. Hashem created the world with tremendous chokma. It's, it's wondrous how our Kodesh Baruch Hu, we made a body full of holes, and it's, uh, uh, it's full of air, and it's full of holes at the same time. What is the word B'chokhmah referring to? That uh, first, the Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, made what man will need, right? With the famous concept of Kodesh Baruch Hu makes the Rafua before he brings the Makkah. Varavo nekavim nekavim chalim chalim. Perush nekavim rabim. Many holes. So we have hollow organs and we have holes. Kigon pe vachotam upiyatabat. 
holes in our body, orifices, mouth, nose, our nostrils. And many organs that have um, spaces. Heart, stomach, intestines. If one of them gets clogged up, and if you have a hole that you need and it gets clogged up, right? when a body, uh, a fetus is in the body or an embryo, and it has a mouth, uh, fetus, and it gets and it's clogged up in the mouth, and as soon as it comes out into the world, then it start, it opens up and immediately starts to work. And if it didn't work immediately, always right on right on uh, key. On cues, then it, the baby wouldn't be able to live. So too, if there's a rupture of the heart or most of our organs, all of a sudden the body won't be able to live. And there are many holes. Same thing, different parts of the body. If it ruptures or if there's a hole and it's not supposed to be like that, we can't exist. So Shapir have Shavach And therefore, and these are bodily movement parts also, so it's very shayach too going to the bathroom. Um very kashur. Yamut. And also, if you don't go when you need to go. So that's why this bracha of praising for the whole body is very um, relevant to going to the bathroom. God heals, heals every, every person, every, every animal. And they were able to Digest the food properly. And if it just um, rots in the stomach and doesn't work, the person will die. So relieving oneself is the refuah. And it's wondrous. And you make one little hole or a rafting. You have a hole in your raft, the whole thing doesn't, it falls apart. But we open up our mouth and we have open parts and it's still, we, uh, um, we function. This is unbelievable. And the whole digestive system is wondrous. And Rama points out it's incredible how the body has a physical body and a spiritual neshama all in one. Uh, just if you need to go, that's fine. I'm just going to quickly finish the next this siman. Uh, so this is what we mentioned before. Some say Natila Sidaim only when they get to the Beit Knesset. And they say the bracha with the other brachos. And the Ramah is even saying without even washing your hands. You washed your hands at home. And the Sfarim do not follow this Ramah. They say it at home. 
and um, most uh, Ashkenazi poskim do agree with this. Hagav al kopanim points out you don't see the bracha twice. You have to just pick. Okay. Well, I partially said it before, but okay. Um, make it clear. Okay. Uh, okay. The bracha of Kaina Shema does not start with Baruch. We know that. Shochanach writes, a bracha of Hoda'ah does not. Okay. Um, the bracha of the Lokaina Shema does not start with Baruch. It's, um, it's because it's a bracha of Hoda'ah, of thanking Hashem. Kamosha Matsino Birkat HaGashamim has the same thing, and we'll get to it. It does not start with Baruch. Now, this is a, uh, a debate among Rishonim and, and Achronim if, um, if it does need to start with Baruch or not, if it's a bracha smucha lechavrata, if it's connected to the bracha before. So lechatchila, definitely one should say elokai neshama attached to a sher yitzar, if at all possible. But otherwise, most poskim say b'diavad, bishat yitzarach, you can say it by yourself. Uh, you can say the bracha by itself without being attached, but um, some would say it's also safik bracha lahata. Dalit. Last halacha for today. Yeshnu agim shachar shiberach echad birchot eshachar ve'anu achrav amen. Shachar shiberach echad birchot eshachar, then everybody... What? Okay. Some say that it's best for um, every person says their own birchot eshachar, and everyone else answers amen. Choser, and so then choser echad mea'onin amen, umevarech ve'onin achrav amen. So it's not a problem. They do this in order so that each person can answer many amenim. There's an Indian to try and to answer or to say at least 90 amenim a day. And it's not a bracha of a bracha she'inetzricha because everybody has a mind not to be yotze from each other. If everyone has a mind, the one who's saying the bracha and the one who's listening has a mind to be yotze, then they just answer amen and everyone's yotze with one time. But there's an, but as long as one of them, one of the two parties, the giver, the receiver, it has in mind not to be motze or yotze, then the other person is not yotze and everyone, it's not a problem to say their own bracha. Okay. Thank you.